this is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499 Again, that's 800-516-2499 Paid for by Final Expense Direct Thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition and fresh week of Sports Talk on Sports Byline USA, an edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. That would be me, and you would be you. What is going on with you? What is going on in your sporting world? It's nice to have you with us, wherever you might happen to be listening. I am here for you, for your Sports Talk needs. The doctor is in, so don't be shy. Get in at the toll-free line. Does it work in Oklahoma? Yeah. How about Missouri? Show me state. Yeah. How about Alaska? That's how people talk in Alaska. How about Alaska? <coughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, anywhere. You might happen to be in the good old U.S. way. Why would you ever leave? Even to go on vacation. Why would you? 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. And uh, we'll talk about football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess checkers, rugby, cricket, that type of stuff. Super not interested in talking about your home and garden, your financials, your relationships, uh, cooking. <laughs> Try to keep it eh, mostly sports. Uh, we uh, are always proud and privileged to be on American Forces Radio Network worldwide. 500 outlets, 177 countries. Thank you for being in the military and keeping us safe. Uh, today on the show, we have Fiaz Rafiq, co-author of My Brother and Muhammad Ali. We also have uh, Dave Ammerman from Golden Auctions. We have Chris Fowler from ESPN talking college football. And we have Chris Rose from the Discovery Channel talking a little battle bots as well. We're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. We stream through sportsbyline.com. Go there, click listen live, and emails rick at sportsbyline.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook. The Twitter is at Rick Tittle. So we got three hours together. Come on back and let's talk sports. 
At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. And I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us. What is going on in your sporting world, your world of sports? This is why we're all here as the dust settles on another NFL week. We still have the Rams and the um, Bucks tonight. We will get to uh, that. But um, as I said, how did your 
team do? Uh, my team was on Sunday night football, the Raiders, and they had already put the Kansas City Chiefs to the sword earlier this year at Arrowhead, which was not an easy thing to do, even in years when the Chiefs stink, because it's just a, uh, it's a hard place to win. It's like mile high, even when the donkeys stink, it's a hard place to win. The Chargers, eh, it's not hard to beat them in their place, but... It is true. And then, of course, throw in the fact that these are the defending Super Bowl champs, and you have Patrick Mahomes, who's the most exciting quarterback in the entire National Football League. So you throw that in as well. So I kind of thought that the Chiefs would be out for blood. Uh, they wanted to uh, erase that blemish that they had their only loss all year. And I thought the Chiefs would win this game. The Raiders, though, they were up for it. And in the beginning of the game, they just traded touchdowns. Four possessions, four touchdowns. Two for each team. And then the Raiders were able to get a field goal late. And at halftime, they were up 17-14. to 14. And at that point, we knew that we had a game on our hands here. And it was, I'm sure for the impartial, it was a very exciting game uh, as well. In the end, though... The Chiefs won 35-31, and it was a 22-yard touchdown pass. Mahomes to Kelsey, excuse me, with 20 se 28 seconds left. And, by the way, that is their only loss, the Chiefs, in the last 12 months. 12 calendar months, and they had only lost one time for the Raiders. So Mahomes, 348 yards, led two go-ahead scoring drives in that frantic Fourth quarter, Kelsey, eight catches for 127 yards. Um, the Raiders had no answer for Kelsey. They've been searching for a strong safety forever. They drafted this guy, Obi Melifonwu, a few years ago. And <clears throat> I remember being at rookie minicamp. And I said to Melifonwu, they drafted you to guard tight ends, didn't they? And he said, that's what social media is certainly saying, yes. And he ended up not even making the team. So, <laughs> I mean, he was on the practice squad for a while. But they had these little uh, corners, like this guy, Damon Arnett, a first-round pick. There's no way he can guard him. He's a foot shorter and 100 pounds lighter. They tried Isaiah Johnson. They tried, I thought maybe they should have tried Trayvon Mullen, who's at least six foot two and has some muscle on him. But they wanted him out at corner. They tried to do it by committee. It didn't work. So Kelsey had 127 yards receiving, and then um, Tyreek Hill had 102 yards receiving, and 19 catches between those two guys. <clears throat> those were the guys in the passing game. But Derek Carr was very good. Um, through three touchdown passes, was directing the offense, I thought, very well. Last play of the game, he threw an interception, and that's because there were 28 seconds left, and it was just one of those up-for-grabs things. and Not even a Hail Mary, just it was too, it was too far to even try that. But just floated one up there, and it got picked. And I'm sure there were a lot of dumb people uh, around the world or Raider Nation who say, Car's hot garbage, you have to cut him. <laughs> By the way, Mahomes has only thrown two interceptions this year, and they've both been to the Raiders in both games. In fact, he threw one right on the goal line, which looked like it could have been a backbreaker. 
for the Chiefs. The guy making a $502 million. Think about that. $502 million. Well, not this year. But what did he do? I think I'll buy the Royals, a part of it. Uh, but the Raiders took that lead, and there was a minute 43 left. It was actually hard-hitting Jason Witten who caught the touchdown pass with a minute 48 left to give the Raiders a three-point lead. And I was just kind of hoping, geez, I hope the Raiders can hold them you know, at worst to a field goal, but it didn't go down that way. By the way, that last drive by Kansas City to win the game, that was maybe the most pathetic excuse for trying to hold a team down that I've ever seen. The entire middle of the field was wide open. And Kelsey on the touchdown pass was wide open. Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in football. The guy drives me crazy. I don't like him, but he is the best tight end in football. With George Kittle having the season his, he's having, there's no doubt it's Kelsey. He leads in every category. By the way, Darren Waller is second in every, every. So you can say Darren Waller, at least this year, is the second best tight end in football. But it doesn't really matter who's what. It depends what your team record is. But anyway, there's Kelsey in the middle of the end zone. <clears throat> Raiders had only rushing four, got no heat the whole game. Once again, the Raiders, ever since they got rid of Khalil Mack, they've had zero pass rush. Every once in a while, Max Crosby will step up. But Max Crosby will do, have a game where he'll get four sacks, and then he'll have no sacks for six games. So it's a little <clears throat> you know, misleading. You'll see, oh, man, he's got seven sacks. That's pretty good. You know, he got all of them in two games. You know, just a little bit more consistency would be nice. But um, the the Raiders, they fought, and they fought well, but, you know, horseshoes and hand grenades, what are you going to do? Once again, Elson, uh, Nelson Aguilar looked great outside of a drop. But um, the, the Raiders' defense, they tried to hang in there. That Raiders' offensive line tried to hang in there and did well. As I said, Tom Cable, say what you want him as a head coach, not my cup of tea whatsoever. Al Davis said I would have fired him instantly if I knew he took his girlfriend on the road. I sat right in front of Al when he said that, and he made us all stay and watch in Alameda at headquarters. But he is a great offensive line coach and <clears throat> makeshift beyond belief. And, you know, Derek Carr, for the most part, was unharried. I mean, how many times did you hear Frank Clark's name mentioned? Uh, not much. But the Chiefs deferred open the game and I always say if you defer you deserve to have a touchdown scored upon you I think it's a cowardly thing and I hate it not unless you're playing with some backup quarterback you should always want the ball and by the way that was an automatic it's like in baseball the rules state that the home team can wear white or gray and the home team always wears white hide the baseball unless they're going to wear forest green like the A's like a hitter's eye <laughs> but the rules in baseball also state that the home team can bat first or second and the home team always bats second, obviously. They can actually have the option to do that. <clears throat> but it's an automatic. When I was a kid, it was an automatic. If you won the coin toss, you got the football. There's no such thing as deferring. Now, it's almost a miracle if somebody says, yes, I want the football. Now, I've seen Andy Reid not defer. This time he did. The Raiders marched 75 yards and scored a touchdown to take the lead. So um, the Raiders next will go to Atlanta. And anytime you go on the road, it's not easy. But obviously, that's a lot easier than playing the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to visit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday. And that's no walk in the park for them. That should be interesting. And, of course, that'll be pumped up. Mahomes versus 
Tom Brady, Cy Young, and Cy Old. And <clears throat> but overall, um, it was not the result that uh, you know I was looking for uh, because the Raiders hung in there, and you kind of thought, hey, maybe we got some time. But in the end, no, it's just not enough. And by the way, that Witten guy, two plays before he had the uh, the touchdown, he jumped off sides, and I was thinking, you know what? I really wish Jason Witten had stayed retired. That was pretty horrifying. But right now, the Raiders are the very last team. Remember, they've added a team in each conference. That seventh team. Right now, the Raiders are that seventh team uh, as we speak. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. 
Thank you for letting me know what you expect, so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Well, 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 how about that? Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on American Forces. Coming up in the next segment, we will talk to journalist Fiaz Rafiq, who has ghostwritten a book with Muhammad Ali's brother. And uh, we'll check that out coming up next. So, how did your team do? By the way, it's hard to believe when you look at number 15 in Kansas City. By the way, as far as Mahomes goes, I don't know what it is about his helmet. He, there are some guys that look so weird in helmets, and it's not because of the shape of their head or their face or their size. It's just the shape of the helmet and how it sits on their head. Like Sam Bradford, to me, always looked like a squirrel with a motorcycle helmet. I remember one time I said that in the press box too loud, and then the whole press box laughed, and I thought I was going to get kicked out because I was making a joke. <clears throat> oh, yeah, the uh, when I'd be at A's games in the press box, I'd have three seats to myself. I'd put my feet up. I'd have a hot dog and popcorn. No one cared. Raider ones, shoulder to shoulder, and everyone, shh, no rooting. What? But getting to watch Mahomes work, in prime time is what the NFL wanted. This is why it's on a Sunday night game. And, you know, they, the Raiders gave him a damn good game. They did. And Mahomes made a couple of mistakes last night. But that drive that he put together took 75 seconds. And the interesting thing about this was last night marked the first time in his career that Mahomes has thrown a go-ahead touchdown in the final two minutes. In his career! Now, you might say, wow, he's not really a comeback Charlie type of guy. Well, I think it's because they're always ahead by like 28 points that he hasn't need to do it. Um, you think about being down to the Texans. What was that? 28 nothing. <laughs> he came back and went like 55-32. to 32. I get two safeties. <clears throat> but anyway, that was the first time Mahomes has done that. Now, getting to some of the other games, unfortunately, it looks like the number one overall pick, Joe Burrow, is out for the season. He's already tweeted, kind of jokingly, hey, can't get rid of me that easy. I'll be back. But a uh, Washington football team a player fell on his uh, left leg, and he got carted off the field, and people think, see the MRI, but doctors say they think they tore, that he tore his ACL and also his MCL, his 
anterior cruciate ligament and medial collateral ligament. And look, it sucks for him. It sucks for the NFL. And when you're rebuilding and you draft a star quarterback, you can say they forgot something, and that is how to protect the star quarterback. But the thing to remember, too, is that you don't have a million picks. If you draft Joe Burrow, then you don't draft that stallion-esque offensive tackle to protect him. Not the easiest thing to do in the world, but, you know, first things first, <clears throat> when you look at the result, Washington beat the Bengals uh, 20 to 9, and this was always going to be a lousy game because it was two t- two teams with two wins coming into the game. And Alex Smith, though, he played the whole game for 166 yards, one touchdown, one interception. And I think, you know, if you, it was interesting to see uh, Chase Young, the number two pick, going up against the number one pick, Young forced uh, Burrow to fumble on a run during a fourth and goal play, a sequence that ended in a touchback for Washington. So that was a big thing. Of course, the pandemic absences, Cincinnati was was without uh, half their coaching staff, three assistants. <laughs> they didn't have them in Pittsburgh either. Washington had its first positive coronavirus test this week, put Lyman Matt Yonidas on the, uh, the reserve list. But, you know, uh, I think when you look at uh, Washington, it was supposed to be about Dwayne Haskins, you know, <clears throat> guy that fell to them 15th overall, the D.C. kid. And Dwayne Haskins raised his left fit in the, fist in the air during the national anthem uh, for social justice. Tight end Logan Thomas stayed in the bowels of the stadium. He waited until the song was completely over. But, you know, good for Dwayne if that's what he wants to do. It's a free country. But that's not why... He's on the team. He's on the team to be the quarterback of the present, and if not the present, the future. And I don't think there's any doubt now that in this draft that Washington is going to look for a quarterback. There are a lot of quarterbacks coming up in this draft. Uh, the Bengals played their fourth straight game because Joe Mixon has that foot injury. Fourth straight game without him, I should say. And um, he's going to miss at least the next two as well. So Washington has a short turnaround. They're going to play at Dallas on Thanksgiving and Cincinnati is going to host the uh, the New York Giants on Sunday, which is not exactly a uh, barn burner. But if you think about um, teams in the East and the, the NFC East and, and where they can go, I mean, look no further now. I think maybe the, the one of the biggest surprises of the week was Dallas winning at Minnesota 31 to 28. You know, Dallas right now with with their injuries. I mean, we can get into that, but let's go to Charlie, who's out in Manhattan. Charlie, the Raider fan. What's going on, Charlie? Hey, Rick. How are you? How are you? Um, Pretty good. I just want wanted to add my three three and a half cents to uh, your observations of the Raider game. Um, listen, I, I uh, just to add on to what you said, I thought Carr played a good game, a great game. I, I, I really take back most things I say and think about him. He looked, he looked like he had command of the pocket of, of, of the offense. 
their makeshift offensive line. I thought did, uh, like you said, Cable, I don't want him as a coach, head coach. I don't want him calling plays, but as an offensive lineman, he, he does more with less. Um, I thought Aguilar could have caught. I, I know I know they were both hard catches, but the one that was on, I think, third and four, I think he should have come up with that. It would have been a hard catch, definitely, but um, and and uh, so and, you know and uh, Gruden, I love his play calling. I mean, it, 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 both of I mean they're both great play callers. Uh, but but I, I think Gruden is really, I, I I like his sequence of play calling in the game, and, and I think it worked. Their offense works really well. I mean, most games if, if your offense puts up 31 points, you think you should win, except when you play the Chiefs, where you then need about 40 points. Um. But on the defensive end, just specifically, that last play, the winning touchdown, Abrams broke coverage, didn't he? He, he ran, he broke, they were in zone, Mahomes rolled, and, he, and he, he vacated that area where he should have been. I mean, just with Abrams, lack of discipline, continue, a great player. Uh, but he had that personal foul on the sideline that cost him 15 yards. Last week, he cost Hunter Renfro a touchdown with that dumb penalty on the punt. Uh, what, what is it going to take to lasso him in? Is it just experience? I mean, he's technically a rookie, but what do you, what do, you do with a guy like that? How do you uh, um, reel it in without losing that edge? Well, I mean, to me... I know sometimes they'll say, like they would say with Draymond, like, you know, oh, he'll get thrown out now and then. And Steve Kerr said, hey, I'll take it if he's who he is. But I don't feel that way about Abrams. And I don't care how old you are. When I was 14, I knew not to do stupid penalties. So, yes, we love the enthusiasm. But he just has to have uh, one last uh, power bar or a cup of coffee or whatever it is because, yeah, yeah it can hurt. Yeah, that, but anyway, I got I got a minute left. What else you got on your mind, my man? Get it in. No, that's it. Uh, the de- I mean, the de- defense, well, you know what they are. I didn't think they were going to win the bye week with the Chiefs and all. I thought the game was going to be more lopsided. Um, other than that, that's it. That's all I got. Rick, you have a well, – I'll call you tomorrow. I was going to wish you happy Thanksgiving. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> all, right. all right. Thanks, Charlie. Later, I appreciate Rick. it. Um yeah, those things, I mean, listen, um, yeah, Aguilar could have caught one, there's no doubt. But when they signed him, I thought, eh, all right, whatever. But he's their best receiver. And on third down, Runfro is exactly what I thought when we drafted him, which is why I was happy when we drafted him. I thought there's a pair of hands on third down, and he is. Waller has been an absolute gold mine, and they've signed him last year, which was smart to an extension. I can tell you this, Alex Ingold, you are now banned from the passing game. He dropped not one, but two wide-open balls right in his hands. So the fullback can just forget about it. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to waste our time throwing to you anymore. I'm sorry. Just block. That's all you got to do. All right, we'll get more into football, but on the other side, we'll talk a little boxing with the greatest of all time, the topic anyway, Muhammad Ali. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents, which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parent and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now, too. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851. It's time to play Vomit or No Vomit. Brought to you by Nauzine. Let's jump right in. Imagine the night before Thanksgiving you partied too hard. Now you're suffering through Turkey Day trying not to Ralph on Uncle Ralph. Bob, do you A, vomit, B, guzzle the pink stuff, C, take fast-acting nauseine? Um, take nauseine? Correct. Nauseine's four-minute formula quickly relieves stomach discomfort from overindulging in food or drink. Get fast-acting nauseine now. Available in stores everywhere. Use only as directed. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and, uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. 
All right. Uh, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's a pleasure to welcome to the show author Fiaz Rafiq. He has co-authored with Muhammad Ali's brother uh, the book My Brother Muhammad Ali. And uh, this is, um, of course, from Rahman uh, Ali. Fiaz, thanks for um, coming on the show. I appreciate it. Cassius and, and Rudolph Clay, the mean streets that they grew up on, and uh, it's, uh, no one had better access, obviously, than to Muhammad Ali. When did the idea for this uh, project all get together? Sure, sure. First of all, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, Rahman wasn't feeling too well, obviously. Otherwise, he would have come on and spoke to you guys about it. But uh, you're right. I mean, first of all, Rahman, ironically, may not be familiar with some boxing fans, but he played a pivotal role, and he was probably the closest human being to Muhammad Ali. Like you mentioned, they grew up together, they traveled together, ate together. Even Rahman was his uh, best sparring partner, so... Uh, they were really, really, really close. Now, the book idea, it came about uh, a couple of years ago. Ron Brashear, he's the manager and the business advisor to Rahman. I mean, me and Ron spoke about it, and uh, we felt that Rahman was probably the best person to write a book on his brother, famous brother. Obviously, like I just mentioned, he knew Muhammad better than anybody else in the entire world. So <laughs> it kind of made sense that he should, you know, uh, put forward his perspective. There are many, many other biographies and books on Muhammad Ali, and some are really, really good, you know, and I've enjoyed some of the books as well. However, like I said, Rahman, we felt that he should tell his story. Uh, so this is how the, you know, initial idea concept came about, yeah. Now, when uh, Muhammad Ali found uh, Islam and changed his name from Cassius Clay, and as you say, Rahman uh, Ali as well. Uh, did they do this at the same time, or was Rahman second and decided to have the same second name? How did, how did that work? Well, they actually uh, they were given the name at the same time. I believe they were at uh, Elijah Muhammad's uh, house uh, when they were given the name. Uh, Muhammad was obviously Cassius X, and uh, his name, uh, Elijah Muhammad, gave him Muhammad. And uh, uh, Rahman was Rudy, and uh, he was given the same name. Because you got to understand that Rahman was like glue to Muhammad, <laughs> literally speaking. Anywhere he went, anything he did, you know, he was with him there. And he converted at the same time. He, con he converted at the same time, and he followed his brother and, uh, yeah, so it was uh, basically at the same time, yeah. They both converted at the same time, and they were given the name at the same time as well. Very interesting. So as, as two guys fighting together, traveling together in the young days um, of these men, what about the sibling rivalries and jealousies that came in? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, I've got to make a point that Muhammad loved his brother more than anybody, along with their parents, of course, yes, and vice versa. Now, they did have a sibling rivalry, but it was more 
towards when they were growing up and when they were teenagers, etc. Uh, you know, they would have wrestling matches, and Rahman has said this, they would wrestle with each other uh, whilst watching uh, wrestling on TV. The Ali family, the Clay family, they loved to watch pro wrestling back in the days. And uh, Rahman, believe it or not, was uh, slightly more athletical than Muhammad back in when they were teenagers, etc. So sometimes he would kind of, uh, you know, get the upper hand, so to speak. Uh, but they jo- both joined the gym at the same time. Uh, you've probably heard of the bicycle story when um, uh, the young Cassius, uh, uh, his bicycle was stolen, etc. I mean, that, that story has been told many, many times. Rahman was with him at the time, and they joined the gym at the same time. So they would go train together. Uh, they would spar together when they were growing up. Yeah. More questions for Fiaz Rafiq, the co-author of My Brother Muhammad Ali, which is available from Roman and Littlefield Press right now. Some of the stories we hear, one of them I think that is pretty fascinating. Is it true that Muhammad Ali tried to get the Beatles back together and John Lennon was like up for it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's uh, that's a very interesting point uh, and a very intriguing story. It's a rare story, a very rare story. Uh, there were two young gentlemen from, um, uh, I believe they were from New Jersey, and they actually made contact with Mohammed uh, back in 19, it was late 60, 76, so, no, January 77. And they they enlisted the help of Mohammed Ali to bring the Beatles together. I mean, cut, to cut a long story short, uh, Mohammed was on board, and they were going to uh, do it for charity. You know, Mohammed said, we'll do this for charity, but obviously the Beatles was going to uh, take the large chunk of the money, etc. But unfortunately, it did not materialize because after a couple of years, 1980, John Lennon died. So within a span of two, three years, they were still trying to bring them together, you know, but to no avail. Uh, he did speak to John Lennon. Mohammed did speak to John Lennon um, at a political uh, event, uh, Jimmy Carter's political event. And John Lennon was on board. He was on board. Uh, John and uh, Yoko Ono, you know, spoke in length with Mohammed uh, at this event. And he was on board, definitely. But like I said, it didn't manifest into a reality at the end, unfortunately. But it would have been a great, you know, a great momentous uh, event, no doubt, if he had succeeded. No doubt. And I think one of the more interesting things, too, is there are a lot of times authors will write about something that's been covered before. But the Guinness Book of World Records said that Muhammad Ali is the most written about figure in the history of, uh, of humanity and that he had beat out Abraham Lincoln, Napoleon, and Jesus Christ. And yet, with this book, we're getting all this new stuff. That's a pretty good accomplishment. Of course, uh, that's a great point. That was in 1980 uh, when the Guinness Book of Records recorded, uh, recorded this. Um, uh, again, we got to revert back to uh, Rahman Ali because he lived there. He lived the life with Muhammad. So he has so many, so many never before told stories and some rare stories 
that have never been uh, divulged before. And uh, like I said, there have been other books, there are many good books on Muhammad Ali, there are a lot of great books on Muhammad Ali, but uh, it all boils back down to the author, Rahman Ali. He just, uh, I believe, he did the right thing in terms of he's 78 years old, so him leave, writing this book kind of leaves a legacy, and he is able to tell his own perspective at the same time, you know, offering a lot of never-before-told stories, etc. Uh, and he covers the boxing, of course. You know, we've all heard about the Joe Freddy and the uh, George Foreman and the Sunny Liston fights, etc. He does go into all that. It does into it. However, there are a lot of stories that he gravitates toward about the family, about his kids, you know, how Muhammad was uh, socially, you know, his uh, personality behind, uh, behind his uh, loquacious personality. He was a... Uh, quiet man behind the scenes, etc., you know, when he was at home, etc. So, you know, uh, Rahman is able to offer these uh, personal, intimate insights to his uh, famous brother. And I think this is the key element. This is the key element in terms of, you know, what makes this book different to uh, many other books uh, on the greatest postman of the century. Yes. And, and Rahman said that after Muhammad Ali got back from the Olympics, he goes to his hometown in Louisville. They won't serve him in a restaurant because he's black. And so he goes over to the Ohio River and he throws his gold medal in the river. Yes, that's a, that's a story, obviously, uh, you'll be aware of. Uh, he's been uh, uh, there for many, many, many decades. And uh, some people say that uh, it never happened. But however, when I asked Rahman, I just wanted to obviously confer this because he was the only person with him when he, when Muhammad threw away the medal uh, because they both went uh, to the restaurant and they both came back. And he conf- uh, confirmed the story. He did throw the medal into the river because I myself, for my own personal, you know, information, I wanted to find out as well. So, who better than us, the individual who was there with uh, Muhammad? Yeah, so that did happen. Yeah, no doubt. And, and last question, we just have a couple of minutes. A prank on sure. Michael Jackson. What was that prank? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, well, uh, a lot of A-list celebrities uh, would go down to Muhammad's house when he was living in New Jersey in the early 70s. And later on in Los Angeles, this is 1979, yeah, 1979. And the Jacksons used to visit uh, at the DLA camp in Pennsylvania, and they used to visit the house. And uh, this particular time, um, Michael, Tito, and one of the other brothers, they went down to see Mohammed at the mansion in LA. And, uh, you know, Mohammed used to love to play uh, pranks. Uh, he was known to play pranks, you know, whether you were a writer visiting him or whether you were a friend or even a special guest, he would play pranks. And, uh, you know, they were having a great time. Michael went into the bathroom and then, um, which was uh, near where they were sitting next to the sitting room. And and Mohammed just uh, locked the door from the outside. And when uh, Michael turned open, he wouldn't open. (laughs) It's a long story, cut short. So they had a good laugh, you know, all the brothers. And Michael just fell on the floor laughing. He couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. So there were a lot of, lot of, there are a lot of interesting celebrity stories uh, in the book. And there's uh, two 
specific Sylvester Stallone stories. Both of them are never before told stories. I'm not going to go into them, but they're very, very interesting. Yeah, I'm sure the reader will, uh, you know, enjoy these stories because you got to understand that uh, Sly Stallone filmed several scenes at Muhammad's house in 1982 for Rocky III. So he spent a whole week there. So, you know, Mohammed spent some time with him, you know, talking about certain things and also, you know, messing around, having a good time, you know, between the takes, etc. Yeah. So that's one of uh, uh, Rahman's and my favorite stories in the book, you know, about Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Great stuff. This is going to be a huge hit. My Brother Muhammad Ali, the definitive biography written by Rahman Ali, along with our guest, Fiaz Rafiq. It is available from Roman and Littlefield Press right now. Fiaz, congratulations on a great book. Thanks for coming on, and let's uh, talk when you write another one. No problem. I just want to finish off, because as you know, if you don't mind, 30 seconds, Mohammed obviously, when he first refused the induction to the Vietnam War, his defiance resulted in resulted in being vilified you know, by the press and uh, he was probably the most hated person in America at the time, but decades later, he became uh, revered and adulated. You know, he had this energizing effect on the freedom of movement that people perceived him differently, and he became a humanitarian, etc. It just goes to show the contrast between, you know, the 1960s, when he was vilified, and uh, several decades later, he became the most beloved you know, celebrity slash personality uh, on the globe. Yeah, that's like uh, George Carlin said, uh, if you don't kill people, we won't let you beat up people. <laughs> yes, yes. Thanks, Fiaz. Thanks, Fiaz. I got to run, everybody. My brother, Muhammad Ali, the definitive biography. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Planet. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. 
They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Tatel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. All right, thanks for that. We got to run to the news here coming up in the second uh, second hour here. We're going to have the sexy hour. Dave Auerman from Golden Auctions. Third hour, a couple of uh, TV vets, the Chris show, Chris Fowler of ESPN and Chris Rose. And uh, we'll talk to those gentlemen. All right, quick news break. We'll come back on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. Radio News with Lance Pride. Another one of President Trump's Operation Warp Speed participants, AstraZeneca, has announced their COVID-19 vaccine is 90% effective in late-stage trials. That now makes three vaccines that could be delivered as early as two weeks. I would expect maybe on day two after approval, on the 11th or on the 12th of December, hopefully uh, the first people will be immunized across the United States. With the level of efficacy we have, 95%, 70% or so 
of the population being immunized would allow for true herd immunity to take place. Operation Warp Speed's Dr. Monsef Slawi on CNN says herd immunity could be accomplished in the U.S. by May of 2021 if 70% of Americans get the vaccine. President Trump was up early this morning on Twitter. He says in certain swing states, there were more votes than people who voted and in big numbers. Does that not really matter? You're listening to USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I've been taking vitamins off and on my whole adult life, and I've never seen any change. Not like this, not since I've been on balance of nature. I used to take prescription medication for uh, muscle aches and stuff. I don't take that anymore. I wish I would have started it back when I first heard about it on the radio. And if I can give Balance of Nature any advice, keep it out on the radio because I still hear these commercials from time to time. And I'm thinking, you know, you people need to listen up. I mean, I'm over 50 and, you know, your body starts wearing down. But Balance of Nature has literally changed my life. It really has. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. Chinese authorities are testing millions of people, imposing lockdowns, and shutting down schools after multiple locally transmitted coronavirus cases were discovered in the cities of Tianjin, Shanghai, and Manzuli. Two people died and multiple others were injured in a stabbing Sunday night at Grace Baptist Church in San Jose, California. Homeless people have been brought to the shelter from the cold weather. That's according to San Jose PD. It's being reported that a 22-year-old man was apprehended in the stabbings. The nation's first COVID-19 inoculations could begin within a day or two of regulatory consent next month. That's being reported by Operation Warp Speed's leader, Monsef Slawi. Some 70% of the population would need to be inoculated to achieve herd immunity from the virus, a goal the country would achieve by May, that's according to Dr. Slawi. Monday Night Football will see the L.A. Rams cross the country and take on the Buccaneers of Tampa Bay, a.k.a. Tom Brady's other team. 8.15 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. This is USA Radio News. You can get the best night's sleep of your life at the best savings you'll ever find. The MyPillow Premium Pillow is on sale right now. A standard or queen premium MyPillow, $29.98. King size, only $5 more. That's a $40 savings. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio offer square, use my promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175. Also, great savings on all the MyPillow products. MyPillow.com, promo code USA. Voter intimidation, threats of violence against GOP poll officials in Wayne County. So why did Michigan officials meet with President Trump last week? USA Radio News, Tim Berg has more. On Friday, leaders of Michigan's Republican-controlled state legislator met with President Trump in the White House at his invitation. Democratic AG of Michigan Dana Nessel caught wind of the meeting and said she is now conferring with election law experts on whether officials may have violated any state laws prohibiting them from engaging in bribery, perjury, or conspiracy. Constitutional law expert Jonathan Turley is crying foul. I really uh, object to the Michigan Attorney General and others who are suggesting that legislators could be criminally investigated uh, for asking these questions or even meeting with President Trump. I mean, that is absolutely outrageous. I mean, you're saying that if these legislators investigate these issues or raise objections, you could criminally investigate them and charge them. 
The media has been entirely silent on that. Just as with the harassment of lawyers, that goes to the integrity of our legal system, our legislative process. And no one should stay silent in the face of those types of destructive calls for criminal investigations. Monday Night Football will have the L.A. Rams going to Tampa Bay and play the Buccaneers. Kickoff is at 8.15 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. What is up, y'alls? Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. We are here for you. I think the first time I ever heard the term goat was that Muhammad Ali book. I want to say it was about, I don't know, almost 20 years ago, but it was like this coffee table tome massive huge book and they were only going to print up a certain amount of them just said greatest of all time G-O-A-T and it was about Muhammad Ali then people started calling Jerry Rice the goat you gotta understand my generation and every generation before me goat meant the guy who choked you know now people are like oh my gosh that guy's the goat (laughs) so uh, I don't know that'll never saying goat as a good thing will never work with me. I'm already too ingrained. It's like when people say, do you want to play cornhole? That word is already ingrained. It's something very bad. So what are you going to do? It's like in church when they change the things, the responsorials, what you're supposed to say. I don't know what to say. Can't teach the old dog and the chick. I don't know. I guess you could if you really felt like it. But anyway, we're here for you. We got another two hours. We got open lines. We need to take a look. At the NFL, I only got to a couple of games talking about the Raiders. Take a look at uh, the playoff situation. As I say, the Raiders sit right now as the 17. Got the tiebreak over a couple other six and four teams. I will have Dave Ammerman on again uh, to talk about some Michael Jordan autograph stuff that's going to be on Golden Auctions. That's Golden I-N, Gold In, like gold. 
Coach Fowler will be along uh, an hour from now, and Chris will talk about uh, college football. And Chris Rose, Mr. Uh, MLB back in the day on Fox, uh, he will talk about BattleBots on the Discovery Channel. He was on last time talking about BattleBots as well. Uh, TuneIn app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, they all work. Uh, Also the podcast on iTunes shows. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky. You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be happy, happy, happy. Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. The number one gift in this stressful year, relaxation from Homedics. Soothing stress for over 35 years, Homedics is the top home massage products brand with gifts for every aching muscle on your list with free shipping on orders over $50. Holiday supplies won't last, so avoid the rush while you can at H-O-M-E-D-I-C-S dot com. Get the perfectly relaxing, perfectly affordable gift now at Homedics.com and major retailers everywhere. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey! 
Check out Rick Tittle, 1-800-878-PLAY to get in, 1-800-878-7529. Taking a look at uh, some of the old scores here. How about the game between the Panthers and the Lions? The Panthers won this game 20 to nothing. P.J. Walker was a third-string quarterback just battling for a roster spot with the Colts last year when he got a strange call from his mother. She said, I had a dream you threw a touchdown pass for the Carolina Panthers. This is a true story. Maybe she has a career as a soothsayer with a crystal ball because he did throw a touchdown pass in his first NFL start. And the Carolina defense, which has stunk all year, got its first shutout in five years. And they also snapped a five-game losing streak. Walker said, it's crazy because I didn't envision my first start like this. My mom did. He said, I had a dream you were playing for the Panthers. I was like, that's weird because I'm in Indianapolis. Life has come full circle and her dream came true. Well, his dream came true. I mean, his career path went through the XFL, and he got attention because he threw 15 touchdown passes for the Houston Roughnecks, and they won five straight games, and then the league folded because of the pandemic. And Matt Rule coached him at Temple in Philly before he went to Baylor. And so, why don't you come try out, man? And he tried out, and right before kickoff, when Teddy Bridgewater was officially ruled out with that knee injury, do you go with Will Greer, who was so exciting at West Virginia? He got Heisman votes, everything you'd want in a college quarterback. No, he went with Walker. And uh, Rule, by the way, said that Bridgewater prepared like a monster, and he really wanted to play him, but he just couldn't do it with the knees. He didn't want him to get hurt even worse. But if you think about uh, Walker twice, forced the ball into the end zone when, when he was intercepted, I mean, that could have happened. But despite uh, playing with a thumb injury, Matt Stafford you know, didn't take a snap under center all week, but he said it didn't bother him. But he said it's not fun to be part of a game when we don't score. Defensive end Brian Burns had two and a half sacks and spent most of the day in Stafford's face. That's one of the real reasons they won this game. But Carolina's two biggest issues this season has been scoring and especially their third down defense, and they they cured both of those. Kind of spread it around, but you know it didn't help that the Lions were without DeAndre Swift and Kenny Galladay and Danny Amendola, yes, that's where he is. But think about it, the Panthers were even worse shape. They didn't have Bridgewater. They didn't have McCaffrey. They didn't have Russell Okung. They didn't have John Miller. They didn't have Dante Jackson. So I really don't want to hear about their injuries. But if you want to look at you know, certain teams and about you know, who, who should stay, who should go, if, if the Lions front office 
was looking for a reason to fire Matt Patricia. Now, once again, I don't call for people's jobs here. I'm just saying, if they, I'm not saying to fire anybody ever. But if they're looking for a reason, I mean, this would be it. This is one of the worst performances by any team in the NFL this year. But the thing that I think is, is most shocking is not that a team got beat or wasn't coached well or didn't show up. It just seems like they gave up. That the Lions completely gave up on Patricia. And if you're wondering what the temperature is on his hot seat, I mean, you can cook your Thanksgiving turkey on it. it, it this is humiliating that their offense could not move the ball whatsoever and the defense could not stop. And I'm I'm, this is how it is on paper, but it's true. They couldn't stop an XFL quarterback. And the Lions have not been shut out in 11 years until yesterday. But the mistakes started early. Maybe the ugliest one, first quarter, shotgun snap from Frank Ragnow to Matt Stafford. <laughs> Short hopped him. This is a guy with a sore wee a thumb, couldn't hold on to it. Panthers got the ball. And it was a play that really epitomized the, the, the Lions. It's almost a, a blessing that the ball uh, that was snapped to Stafford didn't even get to him because he would have got destroyed yet again. You know, he got sacked five times altogether. But the Lions simply couldn't do anything on offense. And the few times that it looked like they could, they just ended up punting. Two consecutive drives in the second quarter, the Lions punted the ball from Carolina territory. Now, obviously, if you're on the 49-yard line, it'd be dumb to go for it. The game is close. But, as I said, no matter what happens with Walker, he has the moniker. He has the uh, Hester Prine X, if you like, on his chest. Not a uh, A for adulteress. Sorry, getting a little uh, Salem Witch trial on you. But he's a former XFL quarterback. The Lions did not get inside the Carolina's 30-yard line one time. So forget you kids with your red zones. They didn't get inside the 30 the whole game. And here's the thing. The Lions were at 4-5 and five going into the game, and in the ridiculously weak NFC, that's an outside shot getting into the playoffs. It'd be five and five. That's not going to happen now. So the question is, is if Matt Patricia is going to survive not getting fired before week 12. So, I mean, <laughs> not only did the Lions like struggle on offense, but, you know, the, the defense wasn't exactly uh, impressive. I, I, you know, as I mentioned, they did pick off P.J. Walker twice. But they gave up a lot of uh, big plays as well. But Plus, if you pick off the ball and you hand it to your offense and they go three and out, what does it matter? But, um, you know, I picked the, the Lions to win this game and with no McCaffrey and with no Bridgewater. Why would you not? I mean, you think Matt Stafford would have a nice little day there against that bad Carolina defense. But... I don't know. When you, when you hire a guy, 
and you expect him to get a job done. I think a lot of it is just the look. You know, how does the team look while they're playing under him? Like Bill Walsh with the 49ers, first two years were losing seasons. Was it four wins and six wins, whatever it was? And But they had the look of, okay, we just the Niners just didn't have a lot of good players. I mean, they really stunk. But you could tell, okay, well, they're building something. Does it look like they're building anything in Detroit? And I know you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but Patricia, you know, super fat, big old ugly beard, comes to work with his hat backwards in a hoodie. I don't know. You know, the old dress for success. Like, if you're, you could say, well, look at Andy Reid. I mean, right, who cares what you look like if you win? But if you don't win, you start to look, look, that guy's sloppy. He can't even take care of himself. How can he take care of a team? which is an incorrect thing to assume. But it enters into the whole equation. It does. But anyway, Detroit right now, what what an what a absolute humiliation. Other than that, everything was great with the Lions. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Plan. struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said... 
My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke, and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. always goes commando. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Coming up in the next segment, Dave Ammerman will talk about some uh, very rare Michael Jordan signed items that will be up for auction at Golden Auctions. Lines are open 1-800-878-PLAY. Chris Fowler and Chris Rose. In the... Chris Townsend? Not him. I should call Townie and put him in that middle segment. Uh, Looking back at uh, some of the more of the games... New Orleans 24-9 over Atlanta, and coming off a bye, the Falcons had the extra week to prepare. I always think coming off a bye is bad. The guys are just rusty. The Raiders always stink. I think one time under Del Rio, the Raiders actually won after a bye. It was nearly miraculous. <laughs> but it was just like, oh, the Chiefs had a bye. They'll be ready. And I thought, I'm, you know, last night, I'm glad the, Ra- the Chiefs did have a bye. You know, just to... It's just extra time to sit there and play FIFA or go swimming or, you know, watch Netflix. It's just an extra week of guys not doing football stuff. But anyway, the Falcons were coming off of it, and and <clears throat> they knew that they'd be playing a team without Drew Brees. And it, would it be Jameis Winston or would it be Taysom Hill? It was Taysom Hill and gave the Falcons uh, – Fitz, uh, obviously he was going to run. He ran for 51 yards and a couple of touchdowns. But you know, the Falcons still moved the ball pretty well in the first half. They just couldn't punch it in. Matt Ryan and got a little cold in the, the second half. They basically couldn't even get out of their own half until late in the game. But, I mean, Matt Ryan got sacked eight times. I, he is a fantastic quarterback. He's an MVP. What are you going to do when you get sacked eight freaking times and you throw two picks? You know, throw two picks because you're running for your life. But listen, when you have Alvin Kamara, um, that helps. But how about this? Alvin Kamara, zero catches. That's the first time that's ever happened for him in the NFL. But they still were able to blow out the, uh, the Falcons. And, you know, three sacks, by the way, of those eight from Cam Jordan, the former... Albert, but you know Taysom Hill, the old slash Swiss Army knife, what do you want, ever want to call him? Um, he 
did throw for 233 yards, but as I said, he's basically doing a little Lamar Jackson routine, except even more of a runner. Um, now, let's talk about the East a little bit in the NFC. Cleveland beat Philadelphia 22-17, and <clears throat> I think most people would have picked this with the Browns at home, but with Cleveland, you never know. They lost uh, to the Raiders at home. They can take their eyes off the prize. But, I mean, it was maybe not a pretty victory. But Browns, you know, they know what they have to do. They they got an impressive 54-yard run from Nick, Nick Chubb that kind of broke the game open in the fourth quarter, at least broke the Eagles back on that one to put them up by 10. Uh, yards per carry, not impressive. But the Browns refused to let Baker Mayfield lose the game for them. You know, he didn't throw any picks, but he did lose a fumble that led to an Eagles touchdown. And then Cleveland defense had the pick six, which gave them the lead for good. And they also got a safety. They got four sacks. Well, the Browns are seven and three. Wow. But they, they have a lot of work to do. But it seems that the Eagles get an F on the report card every week. Somehow they find a way to play worse than the previous week. Carson wants two interceptions, was sacked in the end zone. He threw one horrendous pass. I think he got, he got a little hit on the play, but it was just this up-for-grabs dead duck on that pick six. You could say, well, Doug Peterson doesn't know how to use Wentz. He doesn't know how to roll him outside the pocket because the offensive line can't protect him. Far be it for me to tell a guy who won the Super Bowl with a backup quarterback calling the plays that he doesn't know what he's doing. But the Eagles' defense was out there almost the whole game. And the Eagles, when they did have the ball, they were terrible on third down. And it isn't getting any better because their next games are Seahawks, Packers, and Saints. So it's not always sunny in Philadelphia. But there are a lot of people in Philly saying, will you please bench Carson Wentz and put in Jalen Hurts? Now, this is what the Eagles get. When you draft Jalen Hurts, when you already have your young franchise quarterback, this is what you're going to get from the fans. And so they are still in first place at 3-6-1. and one. And I was thinking, could we have a 4-12 and 12 division champion? I thought, well, no, because they're going to be playing each other. Could we have a 5-11? and 11? We definitely could have a 6-10 and 10 division champion. But Carson Wentz, once again, was bad. He was bad. Passer rating, 75.3. And... <clears throat> Wentz has struggled all year. You could say that he's not shown any signs. There are 33 quarterbacks in the NFL that qualify for season stats. Wentz ranks 32nd in completion percentage, 31st in yards per attempt. That's on the play caller. 31st in quarterback rating. He leads the league with 14 interceptions and four fumbles. So that's 18 giveaways. But the Eagles have no intention of benching Wentz for Hurts, even though they took Hurts in the second round. Doug Peterson said, quote, I think you are sending the wrong message to your football team that the season is over. That is a bad message. We have to work through this. When time gets, times get tough, sometimes that might be the easy thing to do. This business is about work. This business about detail and having ownership, things I talk about with the team, that is what we have got to do. That is coaches and players. That is not one guy. It is bigger. 
this sport is bigger than one guy. We all have a hand in it, and we all have to fix it, end quote. Okay, coach. Got it. <clears throat> I got you, coach. It sends the message that the season is over. Well, it's not what it sent in Miami, but that's a different situation, obviously. Career backup in Fitzgerald and Tua. We'll get to that game in a minute. But as I said, the, the Eagles are division winners heading into week 12. And they'll probably surrender first place at the conclusion of the Washington-Dallas game on Thanksgiving because unless that game ends in a tie. But the winner of that game will be 4-7 and seven and will be in first place. And then, as I said, the Eagles will then have to beat Seattle to get first place back. And look, Wentz is not good this year, and you could say he's losing confidence in a line that has had nine different starting lineups in 10 games. He's been sacked 40 times. That is the most in the NFL. He's been sacked 10% of the time he's attempted to pass, which is the highest percentage in the league. <laughs> 10 times he drops back one, he'll be sacked for sure. So, okay, let's say you put in Hurts, and maybe the the offense gets better. Well, you're going to put in Hurts against teams with 7-7 seven, seven, and 8 wins, as I mentioned, Seattle, Packers, and New Orleans. By the way, those are all division leaders. So, and listen, the NFC is, East is so horrible that even if the Eagles, Eagles lose all those games, they still might be in a race, which is, is ridiculous. So that's why the season is not over, and the Eagles will still play wins. Benching him is a far cry from the days when Andy Reid benched Donovan McNabb for Kevin Cobb. Remember that? I don't know what language the L is silent. Remember Kevin Cobb, Kevin Cobb? And that was a message, really, to McNabb. And that turned out well for Reid and McNabb because McNabb came back in and got the Eagles to the NFC Championship game a couple months later. Peterson said, quote, We are where we are because of the mistakes that we have been making. Coaches and players, that is everybody included. But this will be a great test for our football team. This will be a great sign to see, really, who is in and who is out. That was the message. That is a challenge for everybody, and that's just where we are. It is a matter of now really challenging the leadership of the football team, challenging the coaches, challenging the guys, blah, 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 blah. All right. A lot of coach speak in there right now. But when you look at the standings, and they are what they are. I mean, what are you going to do? But three, six, and one, and then everybody else is three and seven. Giants, Washington, Dallas. I've never, none of us have ever seen anything like this. Going into week 12, every team in the East has three wins. And that's it. Three and seven in the uh, that's worse than anyone in the North. Even lowly Detroit is four and six. Atlanta is three and seven, and they're in last place by five games. The Niners are four and six, and they're in last place by three games. So yes, it's a joke, but it is an anomaly as well. Sometimes people want to change the rules forever. Let's do a reseeding. Let's just go with best record. Let's not have divisions. Look, there have been plenty of times over the years, especially in the 80s and the 90s, when that NFC East team was just winning the Super Bowl, whether it was the Cowboys or the Redskins or the Giants. 
They just won the damn Super Bowl. And, of course, the Eagles just, what, three years ago? So it's an anomaly. Let's take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Planet. Number one gift in this stressful year, relaxation from Homedics. Soothing stress for over 35 years, Homedics is the top home massage products brand with gifts for every aching muscle on your list with free shipping on orders over $50. Holiday supplies won't last, so avoid the rush while you can at H-O-M-E-D-I-C-S dot com. Get the perfectly relaxing, perfectly affordable gift now at Homedics.com and major retailers everywhere. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. It's time to play Vomit or No Vomit. Brought to you by Nauzine. Let's jump right in. Imagine the night before Thanksgiving you partied too hard. Now you're suffering through Turkey Day trying not to Ralph on Uncle Ralph. Bob, do you A, vomit, B, guzzle the pink stuff, C, take fast-acting Nauzine? Um... Take Nauzine? Correct. Nauzine's four-minute formula quickly relieves stomach discomfort from overindulging in food or drink. Get fast-acting Nauzine now. Available in stores everywhere. Use only as directed. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious!
Tittle is a majestic stallion. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's a pleasure to welcome back to the show Dave Ammerman from Golden Auctions. That's G-O-L-D-I-N, and he's here to talk about a holiday auction that uh, is getting underway today and is continuing through December 12th and uh, 13th, and uh, that has to do with the Michael Jordan collection of George Kohler consigned items. And George Kohler was a personal assistant and a very good friend of Jordan. We saw him in the Last Dance documentary. So, uh, Dave, welcome back to the show. What do we, uh, what do we got going on here? Thanks for having me. Um, we've got uh, one of our best auctions, I think, to date, put together right now. Just dropped off on online this morning. We've already got a couple million dollars of bids in. Um, in terms of the George Kohler collection, this is really a one-of-a-kind collection. Really, it's like the Michael Jordan collection of memorabilia, and Michael's never sold his memorabilia, but he didn't really keep a lot. The Bulls charity auction sold his jerseys. He only had items from his baseball career and some items from the Wizards that he kept. And um, George actually told the story to myself when Michael finally retired from basketball. It wasn't his choice. He actually wanted to play another season, but he gave up his rights uh, for the ownership to come back and play as a player, obviously, because it would be a conflict of interest. And when he was told he wasn't coming back after the 03 season, he pretty much stormed out and didn't take anything with him. And um, that's where George uh, ended up with uh, his some of his items that he got directly from Michael in terms of the Wizards items and the baseball items. And we've got a photo-matched Barron's jersey from Michael's professional baseball debut, which we anticipate should reach six figures uh, and above in bidding. We also have Michael's last ever worn basketball jersey where he wore for the entire final month of his career. So if you can imagine the records and the milestones and even just the final game Jordan ever played in the league uh, for auction, some pretty impressive pieces, along with other items such as baseball cleats and even his duffel bag from the Barons and other Barons items and other basketball jerseys as well. And some interesting fact you might not know, Jordan is a big Western fan. He loves Western movies. There's actually two pairs of cowboy boots that were given to him that he signed as well. Uh, George explained to me that Michael turns on Westerns to kind of unwind at night, and he could pretty much recite them. So we've got some cowboy boots uh, with bold insignias as well. But, yeah, a lot of really unique items in the auction. It's pretty incredible when you think about getting things and memorabilia from, I mean, there's there's one thing to get from, you know, Babe Ruth or you know, Muhammad Ali, people who aren't with us anymore. And then if you think about great living icons like Wayne Gretzky or, Mike, or uh, you know, Joe Montana, but the Jordan thing is so unique because he's regarded as the greatest basketball player of all time, and he's still with us. And that is part of the, the mania behind this, right? Absolutely. That usually is what keeps people really excited when a collection like this comes. It's, it's surprising because you don't know when it's going to come. You never know what the athlete's thinking. Uh, in this case, with the Last Dance documentary and the, the heat and the temperature, I guess, of the memorabilia market being so hot right now, uh, they you know they decided this is going to be the time you start seeing six-figure sales on Michael Jordan jerseys regularly. And a pair of his rookie sneakers sold for over 500000 over the summer. So 
all of a sudden you start thinking, hey, I got a pair of those. And actually, George did consign a pair of rookie sneakers that were signed by Jordan as well that are also part of this auction. They're not used, but they were issued to Michael. They have the special sizes and tags on the inside, and they're almost mint condition. They're signed each by Michael as well. And Michael actually ended up signing a lot of these items just prior to us getting them. So George went and said, hey, I'm going to sell your items. He got the blessing, and Michael went ahead and signed all the jerseys and the, uh, the shoes and really everything in the collection. So the fact that it is a recent collection, um, when, when a deceased player who, who played decades ago's collection comes up, it's anticipated, and people aren't really, they can't remember too well. What connects people to memorabilia is the emotional connection, remembering that play, that game, that instance where you can go back and say, I remember that like it was yesterday. Now, all of a sudden, we've got these items where people can remember vividly from a couple decades ago uh, where Michael was playing in these games. So when you have that strong connection and it's more recent than 50 years ago, you're going to get more money for the items. And with what we've seen on modern memorabilia, we've sold Mike Trout's baseball card for almost $4 million in a recent auction. We've sold LeBron James rookie cards from 2003 for $1.8 million. And even more recently, a 2012 Giannis uh, rookie card went for $1.85 in an auction two auctions ago. So guys are spending millions of dollars on people that are still in the leagues. And they're really not unproven, but not entirely um, finished with their careers yet. Dave Ammerman from Golden Auctions is with us. A couple more questions. For Dave, the the authenticity obviously is something that you strive to do because uh, there'll always be some people who, when they buy something, will wonder about the signature, wonder about the authenticity, and so that's why it's important for you that you have Kohler with an LOA form and just uh, basically sworn affidavits to say that this stuff is real because uh, you would, your auction site would lose credibility. So I know you're very meticulous about that, aren't you? Yes, absolutely. That is what drives the pricing. The provenance, where a collection comes from, is going to be held in a high regard, especially when you have the direct connection and you're able to say, okay, we know these items came from a Jordan uh, associate, a close Jordan associate. Um, So you know that. But in addition, we go even beyond that. So George signed letters stating, I own these items. They come right from Michael. So something like a belt buckle from his baseball game you're never going to be able to pinpoint that to Michael wearing it, but knowing that it came from George, you know that it's Michael's. It's not anything else. But what we do is we go two steps beyond any of the signatures that aren't authenticated. We go ahead and get a third party. In this case, we had Beckett come in and verify them and write letters of authentication saying, in our opinion, these are authentic. They knew the history. And then the game-used items, when we got the game-used jerseys, we knew nothing more than these looked used and where they came from. We actually were able to contract third parties who then were able to definitively state this Michael Jordan Wizards jersey is his last jersey. We match it to 16 games. They do that by looking at the mesh hole pattern and where it intersects with the logo on the jersey. And you you can see there's no two mesh jerseys that are alike because what will happen is you'll have a mesh hole pattern and a couple spots look really good, and they, they might all match up on the left side of the logo. But then you look at the other side, and you start to see the logo and the mesh pattern not line up, which will eliminate that. We were able to find the jersey that Michael wore for his entire last month because the mesh pattern matched up. And when it matches to one game, you go back to the game before, and you look and say, okay, it matches there, and you keep going as far back as you can. So we were able to take four of the basketball jerseys from the Wizards and match them definitively to games. We were able to take two of the Barons baseball jerseys and match them to his baseball debut. 
So we were able to add some value because a Michael Jordan jersey that is just termed game used, but there's really no definitive proof, it's just, it could be as low as $7,500. But a Jordan jersey like the final one where it's matched, it's from George Kohler, it has all those letters, that's when you start getting into these three hundred, five hundred thousand dollars numbers because as a buyer, you're going to spend on what you believe is real, but you're not going to shell out half a million dollars unless you know definitively. So we go through all those steps to make sure for ourselves, our credibility, but as well for the seller because we want the collection to sell for millions of dollars and not and not just a little bit. So we obviously go through all those steps. So when you buy from us, there's no stones unturned, so to speak. Yeah, no, well said. And, I, and one of those jerseys, um, which has been authenticated, 14, I mean, talk about game, a game worn, the last 14 road games of his career, that's more than a month's worth of games. And I'm surprised by that because I always thought, because Jordan always said he used a new pair of shoes every game. Mm-hmm. That, that almost sounds like a high school team to wear the same road jersey. I always thought these guys, I was naive that they had a new jersey every game. He not only had this game worn, he wore this game in and game out for quite a while. Right. That's what makes this so unique because typically you're absolutely correct. There's almost a new pair of shoes. Uh, you will use it LeBron, for example. I couldn't name more than two or three games he's played in a row with the same pair of shoes. And I think that goes for everyone these days. If you're on a starting five in the NBA, you're probably wearing new shoes. Spencer Dinwiddie, he wears a new pair of shoes every game. This is just, you know, your average uh, NBA player. So you're looking at Michael, who's already accomplished. He's already won six championships. I think what it, what probably happened at that point is he's probably at the end of the road and, and he's coming out to play and they're trying to make the playoffs and they probably had, they had a road trip. So there's a lot of games on the road. They probably weren't too crazy about switching up the uniforms as much, which is very unusual because the team, the league, different, different, um, relationships with Michael, like Upper Deck, for example, they could have gotten 14 jerseys out of that, sold them for twenty five to 50000 apiece. But I guess for some reason, somehow, it just kind of slipped by everybody, and they just assumed that they just, I guess, weren't paying that much attention at the time to, to switching out the uniforms, which is surprising because in all the leagues now, baseball, you name it, I've worked with the Yankees, where we would go in and Aaron Judge, for example, we'd get, he'd, he'd sometimes wear multiple jerseys a game. Same thing with LeBron. He wears two jerseys a game in big games. So to find that jersey from Jordan from the entire last month plus of his career is a, really almost impossible, and, and it shows amazing use. It looks like it's been washed. Um, it just it really is heavily used. and more, Almost more indicative of like 1960s or 70s style uniform with that kind of use than, uh, than in 2000s and beyond, for sure. But uh, that's what makes it so special and I think it's going to set some records. No doubt. Last question for you. Is there sort of, you personally, a holy grail item that you would love to get uh, at auction or, or just personally? Like, is there something that you seek or are you just kind of like always on the lookout and whatever pops up, you guys try to jump on it? There's, that's a very great, good question because there's the obvious Holy Grail, the Honus Wagner of the baseball cards that everybody's always looked at as the Holy, uh, the Holy Grail. But what makes it so interesting for what we do day in and day out is you never know what's going to come through the door. Um, you never really know where the next great collectible or collection lies or a great item. Uh, we, we know the couple, for example, the Mickey Mantle rookie in a 10 condition, uh, things like that, a Michael Jordan debut game jersey, if that ever shows up. Uh, there's some, some things that were all uh, LeBron's debut jersey. We got $392,000 for the jersey that LeBron wore in his sixth and seventh ever NBA game. So now imagine his, his debut.
debut or even the finals game seven or a finals winning game like that uh, of LeBron or even Jordan, uh, that would also be an incredible uh, piece. It's really tough to say the trading cards right now are so hot that they could manufacture a card out of the pack right now that's worth a half million dollars with some of these Zion Williamson. So for us, it's always the uh, the journey and finding the next the great piece and bringing it to market. And when our auctions open, we get amazing amounts of emails just saying, "Where do you find this stuff?" And luckily, we're um, we're growing at enough rate where we can get amazing collections in day in and day out. But we go out and we seek. Uh, certain athletes that we feel have some items and people are posting online with social media. You kind of know who has million dollar items now because they show it off with not hidden in a closet where you you can't have access to it. Or back in, in 30, 40 years ago, you almost didn't know who had what or what existed. And that's why over the last 10, 20 years, all these pieces come out and it's like, whoa, I never even knew that existed. So we're uncovering more and more treasures uh, day in and day out. And that's kind of the, the perk in what we do. There he is, Dave Ammerman. You can tell the passion right there. And the holiday auction begins today. Check out goldenauctions.com. Remember, that's golden, G-O-L-D-I-N, auctions.com. Dave, uh, congratulations on uh, you guys getting this stuff. Happy holidays to you, and we'll catch up down the road. All right. Thanks so much for having me. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Get on back on Byline, y'all. have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. 
I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. All right. Uh, thank you for that. A couple minutes left in the show. Chris Fowler and Chris Rose coming up in the next hour. The Baltimore Ravens reported this morning that they have had a COVID outbreak at their facility just hours after falling to the Titans in overtime yesterday. We can talk about that. Uh, But the uh, NFL was quick to point out that their Thanksgiving game is still on. Remember, this is the third of three games. The first one is pretty useless. The second one is not great because we're talking about Lions and Cowboys. Lions and Cowboys and Bears, oh my. Um, But uh, this was supposed to be the good one. The undefeated Steelers against their division rival and Lamar Jackson and MVP. Um, But... I mean, if the I think maybe any other game they wouldn't have uh, they would have uh, put it off. I don't know, but the Ravens said last night we were informed that multiple members of the Baltimore Ravens organization tested positive for COVID nineteen, and those individuals immediately began to self quarantine. We have started the process of contract tracing, contact tracing, and during this time, the Under Armour Performance Center will be closed with all team activities conducted virtually. We will continue to work closely with and follow guidance from the NFL team doctors and our medical trainers. All right, the game is still on. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick news break. Come on back for Hour 3, y'all.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Another one of President Trump's Operation Warp Speed participants, AstraZeneca, has announced their COVID-19 vaccine is 90% effective in late-stage trials. That now makes three vaccines that could be delivered as early as two weeks. I would expect maybe on day two after approval, on the 11th or on the 12th of December, hopefully uh, the first people will be immunized across the United States. With the level of efficacy we have, 95%, 70% or so of the population being immunized would allow for true herd immunity to take place. Operation Warp Speed's Dr. Monsef Slawi on CNN says herd immunity could be accomplished in the U.S. by May of 2021 if 70% of Americans get the vaccine. President Trump was up early this morning on Twitter. He says in certain swing states, there were more votes than people who voted and in big numbers. Does that not really matter? You're listening to USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I've been taking vitamins off and on my whole adult life, and I've never seen any change. Not like this, not since I've been on Balance of Nature. I used to take prescription medication for uh, muscle aches and stuff. I don't take that anymore. I wish I would have started it back when I first heard about it on the radio. And if I can give Balance of Nature any advice, keep it out on the radio because I still hear these commercials from time to time, and I'm thinking, you know, you people need to listen up. I mean, I'm over 50, and, you know, your body starts wearing down. But Balance of Nature has literally changed my life. It really has. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. Chinese authorities are testing millions of people, imposing lockdowns, and shutting down schools after multiple locally transmitted coronavirus cases were discovered in the cities of Tianjin, Shanghai, and Manzuli. Two people died and multiple others were injured in a stabbing Sunday night at Grace Baptist Church in San Jose, California. Homeless people have been brought to the shelter from the cold weather. That's according to San Jose PD. It's being reported that a 22-year-old man was apprehended in the stabbings. The nation's first COVID-19 inoculations could begin within a day or two of regulatory consent next month. That's being reported by Operation Warp Speed's leader, Monsef Slawi. Some 70% of the population would need to be inoculated to achieve herd immunity from the virus, a goal the country would achieve by May, that's according to Dr. Slawi. Monday Night Football will see the L.A. Rams cross the country and take on the Buccaneers of Tampa Bay, a.k.a. Tom Brady's other team. 8.15 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. This is USA Radio News. You can get the best night's sleep of your life at the best savings you'll ever find. The MyPillow Premium Pillow is on sale right now. A standard or queen premium MyPillow, $29.98. King size, only $5 more. That's a $40 savings. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio offer square, use my promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175. Also, great savings on all the MyPillow products. MyPillow.com, promo code USA. Voter intimidation, threats of violence against GOP poll officials in Wayne County. So why did Michigan officials meet with President Trump last week? USA Radio News, Tim Berg has more. On Friday, leaders of Michigan's Republican-controlled state legislator met with President Trump in the White House at his invitation. Democratic AG of Michigan Dana Nessel caught wind of the meeting and said she is now conferring with election law experts 
on whether officials may have violated any state laws prohibiting them from engaging in bribery, perjury, or conspiracy. Constitutional law expert Jonathan Turley is crying foul. I really uh, object to the Michigan Attorney General and others who are suggesting that legislators could be criminally investigated uh, for asking these questions or even meeting with President Trump. I mean, that is absolutely outrageous. I mean, you're saying that if these legislators investigate these issues or raise objections, you could criminally investigate them and charge them. The media has been entirely silent on that. Just as with the harassment of lawyers, that goes to the integrity of our legal system, our legislative process. And no one should stay silent in the face of those types of destructive calls for criminal investigations. Monday Night Football will have the L.A. Rams going to Tampa Bay and play the Buccaneers. Kickoff is at 8.15 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hour three is underway. Hour, hour, that's right. It's a runaway train. You can't stop it. Thanks for being with us. Hope you're having a good Monday so far, unless you're already across the international dateline. Those of you listening on American Forces Radio on the east side of the Pacific Rim, Japan, Australia, New Zealand, it's already tomorrow. What does Tuesday look like? Oh, whatever. We got this Monday here, and we're going to talk sports with you, and all topics are always welcome you can just call up at 1-800-878-PLAY that's the number to get in we get very creative because we're so creative and getting this show to you every which way we possibly can smoke signals morse code sanskrit and also the tune in radio app the iheart radio app the stitcher app those all work on your smartphone if you wonder if you have a smartphone or not just put it in a bowl of ice cream and the flavor will pop up on the screen that's how you know it's smart if it's just if the screen stays blank uh, then just throw your phone away because it's useless otherwise though um, you can tune in that way also through sportsbyline.com just click listen live and if you want to write me an email I think I've checked my email for a few days but you can write, <laughs> write me an email rick at sportsbyline.com 
That's also a good way to get in. Um, <clears throat> tune in app, iHeartRadio, Upstage. Yeah, I think I said all that. Oh, on your TV set, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2. That's also in 35 million homes to have the very surreal experience of listening to me on your TV set. Um, somebody told me that's how they listen to me. So, I mean, CRN's out there. It's great that they are on it. And it's just a uh, my eighth grade graduation picture. That's what you'll see when you tune in. I don't know. Something like that. Uh, we have a uh, social media presence at Rick Tittle on Twitter. The Facebook page is Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Free to participate there if you would like. If you're a little girl in junior high. Um, we have Chris Fowler coming up on the other side. Been with ESPN 5 ever. And uh, we'll have an open segment. And after that, Chris Rose will be with us uh, as well. So we have a full hour, and we'd love to have you participate and or listen. So I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come on back. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877 360 0402. That's 877 if you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 
Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Great to have Chris Fowler back on the show. He's here on behalf of Dos Equis and SOS Save Our Saturdays, and we'll get to that in a second. Chris, I remember when I was in college studying broadcasting uh, in the 80s, you were host of Scholastic Sports America, and when I think about your time at ESPN, I think that puts you maybe not in Bob Lee and Chris Berman territory, but, but pretty close, right? If you look at the people who are sort of anchors or Bristol-based, yeah, I think, I mean, Chris and Bob are, are not doing that much. I, I guess I would be in that conversation. I, I looked about 11 years old when I hosted that show you talked about uh, in 1986. I used to get mistaken for a high school student when I was uh, prowling the halls. We were doing features on the road for SSA. But, yeah, it's been a pretty good run. Uh, the company was seven years old when I got there. I'd like to think that uh, – I predicted all this, but I didn't. It's just been it's been a really good ride, and uh, and here we go. I mean, 35 years later, we're we're um, we're, we're adapting and, and being creative and flexible like everybody else in 2020. It's been quite a journey. You know, it's funny. My uh, department head at St. Mary's College, where I went, he was buddies with Bob Lee at Seton Hall, and so he got me a call with him. I think in '87, and there was a chance of me working as a, an intern back there. And and I got to talk to Bob Lee on the phone and all he did was basically tell me how Spartan, how remote Bristol was. And to be really sure, (laughs) because it was not, it was not Manhattan. I mean, it's now I look at that campus, it's really changed. No, no, it's, it's still, it's still in the middle of nowhere. uh, But no, it's, the growth of the company has been astounding. It's an amazing place. It, it, it looks like a college campus or, or say like the Nike campus, one of these places that's, it's incredibly impressive. And it, it is, uh, it is, it has grown into the worldwide leader, but Bob wasn't necessarily wrong in trying to dissuade a young single person from, from relocating. I think you, um, I think it's worked out for you. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about this college football season. Obviously, unlike anything we've ever seen. And, um, you know, I just think about here in, in, in California with the, the Pac-12, you know, you had Cal who was going to play ASU and ASU had COVID. And so they said, hey, play UCLA on a on a Sunday. And they had one day to look at film and they went to the Rose Bowl and and got crushed. And now Cal says, OK, maybe we'll or the Pac-12 says maybe we'll play non-conference teams, but we'll let you know on Thursday if it's going to happen or not. I mean, it's just it seems like this changes every day, Chris. Pac-12 always was going to have no margin for error. I mean, they, they took the prudent approaches that they had to do with the various um, municipalities. As you know, that what's, what's in the Bay Area is very different from what's going on, even in other cities in the Pac-12, much less the other conferences. So uh, adapting was always going to be a big challenge. I feel for the players, number one. I mean, I think that their time is so precious in college. Each game is, is really crucial to them. And you can, you can, in some ways, in the Pac-12, sort of draw a line through the season. I mean, what's gone on at Arizona State, 
what continues to go on, the Apple Cup being canceled. Meanwhile, you got Oregon trying to soldier on and, and be relevant for the playoff conversation at the end. So nobody is even close to being on the same page. But that was to some degree to be expected. You know, I, I, I feel I'm a Colorado graduate, so I follow the Pac-12 a lot, and I always have. And, you know, the, the showdown game with USC, it's a big game for, for Colorado. It's weird to have a couple of teams that played two games, and here we are Thanksgiving weekend. But, um, you know, it's, we're all, we're all, there's bigger things going on in this sport in the world in regard to this virus. So it, it's, it's not unique. It's just, it's all about just making the best of it and being grateful and thankful and then trying to meet the challenges, the unexpected hurdles are thrown right in your path at the last minute. And that's, it's been especially pronounced in the Pac 12, but other places too. Yeah. I mean, I look at the, the Florida State Clemson game, which, got called off and and now Dabo Swinney has lit into Florida State apparently one player with symptoms and he's basically saying that you know everybody was ready to play but it was the uh, the higher ups at the Florida State administration which he said he used the word forfeited the game I understand the frustrations but uh what were your thoughts about that whole fracas well it's a complex situation I mean you can Look, it's easy to criticize Florida State. They were huge underdogs. I mean, there probably were people there in the program, not the players. I don't think the players take the field afraid to play. I mean, every game is important to them. They want to play. Are there some there who maybe felt like, hey, Clemson's going to put 50 or 60 on us, and it's going to reinforce the idea that we are light years away from being competitive in the ACC? There's no way Dabo would have throttled back. Trevor chomping at the bit. He hadn't played in a couple games. They were going to be explosive in that game. But, you know, what I'm told is, it's not firsthand, but I'm told that, you know, the player in question, a backup offensive lineman, had had symptoms, okay? So he tested negative there, tested positive once they got to Tallahassee. And, and, and you know, the ACC tests a lot, and they test for a reason. They test Saturday morning for a reason, because you get a late positive test, you go out in the field, it's contagious. I mean, the other team is at risk, your teammates are at risk, you got to know. And maybe you don't take the guy. If you're Clemson, maybe he doesn't play much anyway. Maybe don't take him or you know, take somebody else because that whole, that's the start of the chain of events. Okay. So I, I don't know that you should step out as a coach in these tough times when there are much, much bigger issues and be that mad. But I, I understand his frustration. I mean, coaches can get pretty salty in the heat of the moment, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 it will do nothing to diffuse the rivalry whenever they get back on the field the next time. I can promise you that. More questions for Chris Fowler on behalf of Dos Equis. I'll get to that. One more question for you. Penn State, 0-5 for the first time ever after getting crushed by Iowa. And you might say, hey, it happens. Sometimes you get a down year in these great programs. But this was a team that went 11-2 last year. It was a top-10 team in the preseason rankings. And I know they've been decimated with injuries on their offense and they're Trying new quarterbacks, but still 0 and 5. What about the Nittany Lions, Chris? Think about that game when Indiana reaches the ball to the pylon, panics, touches it. It's, it's reviewed, it's reviewed, it's called uh, a legitimate two point conversion. Indiana wins, and then the fortunes of Penn State, they didn't respond well at all to that. Never really recovered. Um, Battle Ohio State lost by 13 in a game that Kirk and I called, and after that, you know. You said injuries are only part of it. They've had off-the-field problems. This was always going to be a test of every team's culture and chemistry and resilience and stamina and mental toughness, and Penn State failed. They failed all those tests. Pat Fryer moved to the tight end, probably the best offensive player. Now he's out for the year. They've had, they've had opt-outs 
very prominent opt-outs, guys like Micah Parsons is going to be a very high draft pick. Journey Brown was set up for a monster season at running back. He opted out. And then the other injuries. But there's really no no excuse for being 0-5. And they're getting blasted. They're, they're, they're down 21 nothing like every game quickly. Have you seen the halftime deficits? I mean, you can battle back. But my God, I mean, they're getting, they're not even, they're not even uh, able to get out of the first quarter without falling way behind. And now you got the misery bowl against Michigan. Their fans are almost as mad as Penn State fans because Michigan starts the season by beating Minnesota. Then they lose to a rival. Their confidence is shot. They got embarrassed by a Wisconsin team that goes and loses by 10 to Northwestern. And then they got to beat Rutgers on a missed field goal in triple overtime. And, and now you got those two teams colliding, and it's kind of, sort of like a, it's been a train wreck for both sides. Who's going to win? Who's going to take a really tough loss? I and mean, that's the compelling angle in that game. But listen, you know, some teams have – you could celebrate a bunch of teams that have done great and then pleasant surprises, like Northwestern in that conference, and a bunch of other teams in places like the Sun Belt that are getting the spotlight shared right now because they're doing great, and there's less Power 5 teams to talk about. But – you know, it's it's a mixed bag. It was always going to be that kind of year where, you know, all right, obstacles, hurdles, show us how you can handle it. And some teams have done a lot better than others. All right. Let's talk about uh, Dos Equis SOS, save our Saturdays and our tailgates and at home or away. Uh, what's this yeah, all about, Chris? Fans have had challenges, too. I mean, that's the thing I felt for them because so much of college football is, is the – fan experience and building your week or your year around those fall Saturdays. You haven't been able to tailgate on in person. So those seconds had this idea to save our Saturdays by helping make some very interesting and fun tools available to tailgate at home or wherever safely. And this is the last weekend of the campaign. If you text SOS for save our Saturdays to seven, seven, triple zero, it puts you in the running to win very cool prizes, like six foot long, six foot cooler, which helps you stay distance while drinking, Cold Equis and things like that because it's been tough for fans. It's been a fun campaign. Um, people have enjoyed it, and and it's just kind of a home stretch and and finding ways to gather safely and enjoy some Thanksgiving weekend football and then the home stretch, what's left of it, is is a challenge. And so uh, I applaud that the fans have had to adapt because it's been tough for them as well as the players and coaches. Once again, text SOS to seven seven triple zero for Dos Equis Save Our Saturdays. That's ESPN's Chris Fowler. Hey, Chris, thanks for your time, man, and your, uh, let's talk some football again soon. Be happy to. Enjoy your Thanksgiving week and, and stay safe out there. All right, thanks a lot. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come on back on Sports Byline USA. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can 
can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721-855-715-5721-855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long, 54 inch wide gorilla? Is that what you're telling me? This is the only sports talk show that features a Rhodes Scholar, but he ain't here today. Now, back to Rick Tittle. Back to Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Great to have Chris Fowler with us. Chris Rose coming up in the next segment. So there's lines available here if you'd like to get in at 1-800-878-PLAY. Taking a look back at uh, some of the games yesterday. I mentioned the Cowboys, and this one was pretty improbable. Um... 
I mean, you could say, was this really a failure by the Vikings to lose 31 to 28 to Dallas? Um, I mean, obviously the demerits land in their lap for looking unprepared or probably the hints of them thinking subconsciously it would be an easy game. But they did make some adjustments. Um, and that lit a fire, and Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen and the rookie sensation, Justin Jefferson, they just simply needed to either get one more touchdown or stop the Cowboys, and they didn't. And the Cowboys, I mean, they get an A-plus on the report card. First of all, they haven't won since week five. And it's just the refusal to lay down and go when the Vikings kept punching them in the face after halftime. So you got to give credit to the staff and McCarthy for having his team ready. This was one case of coming off a bye week where the team was fired up. The defense getting two takeaways in the first half and the offense turning them into nine points. And then things kind of looked bleak and the momentum was fully in the Vikings' favor in the fourth quarter. The Cowboys found a way to, to get some stops when they needed them. But, I mean, this game with... Uh, you know, Andy Dalton back and made a big difference. So as solid as a team effort as it was, and Ezekiel Elliott, importantly, getting across the 100-yard mark on the ground for the first time this season, Andy Dalton, three touchdown passes, uh, Amari Cooper, great, the rookie C.D. Lamb playing great, and as I said, the Cousins and Cook and Thielen, these other guys, they were looking great as well. But all of a sudden, as I mentioned, there are four teams in that division with three wins. But I think this is interesting. Ezekiel Elliott said, quote, we never thought we were out of it. Our division's been struggling this year. We're right where we need to be with what's been going on with the division. We've got to build on this success. We can't come out on a short week and take a step back against a division opponent. We've got to make sure... We build on the success and keep getting better. It's true. They could look at this as the turning point. As I mentioned, whoever wins this game between the skin, the wash, sorry, the Washington football team. Actually, I'm going to keep calling them the Redskins, not because I'm racist, just because it's going to be hard to rewire my brain, but I'm trying. I caught myself there in ski. Uh, between Washington football team, just get a new nickname. So we can stop saying Redskins. Get a new nickname. Come on. They said next year and they're not going to have one either. That's great. <laughs> Washington football team is too unnatural. Not the good way the Lord intended it. But anyway, the good way or the way the good Lord intended it. But this is, you know, a team that was certainly hoping to exercise some demons when Dalton Schultz caught that two-yard touchdown pass with a minute and a half left. But whoever wins this game is going to be in first place. How many times have you ever seen a team with three wins going into week 12 saying, we're right where we need to be? We got this thing. Woo-hoo! We got it. Now that's funny. I'm laughing. Like John Travolta in Greece. Ha, ha, ha. Houston 27-20 over New England. I think most of us picked this game just because the Texans were at home with Deshaun Watson. And he was really good, particularly in the first half. Three touchdowns, put the Texans out in front. And Randall Cobb got hurt, and then Kenny Stills got hurt. But they are able to find the tight ends. And 
moved the chains along, and Watson was doing pretty nice. And then the defense was able to step up against Cam Newton and the, uh, you know, despite having statistically the worst run defense in the league, the Houston Texans held the Patriots just 86 yards on the ground and one touchdown. J.J. Watt was also pretty clutch on that late drive in the fourth quarter when he batted down that Cam Newton pass on third down. So Houston hasn't had much to celebrate this season, and they can hand their hats on this. But, I mean, for a moment there, it looked like the Patriots were going to roll. Starting off the day with an 84-yard touchdown drive, and then they went kind of quiet after that. Only got three more points in the first half, and the running game, as I said, was uh, really quiet. But uh, Houston, with a uh, victory more, really, for their their peace of mind than the standings. Uh, As mentioned, the Tennessee Titans, 30-24 over Baltimore in OT. Um. This was one where you probably think, yeah, I got to go with the Ravens at home here, even though Tennessee's been playing great. And it wasn't a perfect outing for them, but it's just a shine. What a resilient team it is. And they've had the injuries like everybody has, but Derrick Henry was the guy, 133 yards. This is the guy the Raiders passed on for, Jihad Ward. Reggie McKenzie can't stop saying it. It kills me. But uh, ran it in for the uh, score. I always like it when a touchdown wins the game in overtime instead of a field goal like it usually is, but a 29-yard run, and that was it. Kind of a statement game for Mike Vrabel and sets him up in prime position to get first place in the AFC South. And as I said, the Ravens weren't horrible. They just were inconsistent again. Lamar Jackson threw some nice ones, and he missed some others. Offense went three and out in overtime. By getting the ball first, and John Harbaugh needs to get this team back on track and just believing that they're a contender, really. One that helped the Raiders was that the Donkeys stepped up and beat the Dolphins. And this is one I picked just because I thought that at some point Miami's got to come back to reality. And and uh, Denver was so horrible against the Raiders that Maybe that they would have some pride at home. And they still had stupid penalties on defense. Uh, but you know, Drew Locke still made a poor decision that resulted in an interception. But you know, Melvin Gordon did some good things. Locke did some good things. There's a lot to clean up. But at least you know, the Broncos fought for that coach, Vic Fangio, there. And you know, this was a Dolphins team that had a five-game win streak. But... They've been winning mostly because of defense, and they still played well. I mean, it was a 20-13 to 13 victory. But Tua Tagovailoa got benched in the fourth quarter for Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Ryan Flores is quick to point out that Tua is the starter. He was just going with a hot hand, almost kind of like a, uh, really a, a hockey type of situation. Indianapolis over Green Bay, 34-31. This was another one I got right even though the Colts tried to give the game away in the final minutes of the game, but they hung on and their kicker was nearly perfect and the Colts defense getting a couple of turnovers and um, including one in OT as well. But uh, this guy, Rodrigo Blankenship, uh, his only miss came from 50 yards and hit the crossbar, but this is the guy with the Coke bottle (laughs) sports glasses, kind of a cold hero. But uh, I don't know. I mean, the, the Packers basically fumbled this game away. Four turnovers, and the worst one was MVS, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling. It's going to happen um, now and then. And then the Chargers over the Jets. This was a very easy one to pick. 
34-28, for the Jets right now, and it would have been a surprise if they won. But uh, the Jets gave a spirited performance. They were down 24-6 the half, and you just wonder, is this another game where the Chargers give away the lead? Justin Herbert, though, is a stud. 366 yards, three touchdowns. They have the hardest thing to find. They have their franchise quarterback. You can say that the uh, the Jets probably don't. I'm not a Sam Darnold guy and never have been, but the Jets actually had a chance to win this game. Two minutes left. And their drive got down to the Chargers' 32-yard line, but that's when they made the one big mistake, mistake and that was a pick six um, from Joe Flacco early on. And if you're the Jets, you can't make mistakes like that and uh, try to win. But a couple of have-nots there going at it. All right, when we come back, we'll bring Chris Rose on the show again. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll see you on the other side. the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 
855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It's time to play Vomit or No Vomit. Brought to you by Nauzine. Let's jump right in. Imagine the night before Thanksgiving you partied too hard. Now you're suffering through Turkey Day trying not to Ralph on Uncle Ralph. Bob, do you A, vomit, B, guzzle the pink stuff, C, take fast-acting Nauzine? Um, take Nauzine? Correct. Nauzine's four-minute formula quickly relieves stomach discomfort from overindulging in food or drink. Get fast-acting Nauzine now. Available in stores everywhere. Use only as directed. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus. his servants i don't have any servants welcome back to the show rick tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the american forces radio network great to welcome back to the show veteran broadcaster chris rose and he's here to talk about battle bots that returns for an all-new metal crunching season it'll premiere thursday december 3rd of course on the discovery channel Chris, um, you know, COVID has affected uh, everyone when it comes to work. So I'm sure BattleBots is no different. It's such an international sport. What are what are some of the challenges you guys have had this season? So we, we shot the season uh, the first couple weeks in October, and we were really one of the first main productions back in um, in Los Angeles. And it's a pretty big undertaking between the competitors and the TV crew, it's about 600 people deep. And so we got tested every day. Uh, we had strict protocols. Everybody was masked uh, the entire time, um, with the exception of the broadcasters when we were actually on TV and the, and the competitors as well. Although you'll see some of the competitors, they wanted, they wanted to wear their uh, masks during the competition. Um, so there was that. And, and fortunately, we did not have one positive test, one outbreak, anything. I mean, this was a, uh, an exemplary job by our production crew putting together a COVID manual that I think of probably a lot of shows that are, are looking to open back up in the near future could probably use to their advantage because it was, uh, it was a well-oiled machine. Everybody felt extremely safe, and they took more than the necessary precautions to make sure that everybody was taken care of. I like the double entendre, though, the well-oiled machine, yes. Um, how do you go about getting getting it down to 60 teams? Because 60 is a lot, and I would imagine there are hundreds all around the globe. So what's the selection and qualification process like? Well, unfortunately, that one's above my pay grade. So as far as the selection, but, you know, listen, this year, because of COVID, it, it, it cut our field down. Uh, in terms of kind of an international flair. Um, we did have a team from Brazil. We did have one from England. But usually, like last season, we had a couple from China. Uh, we've had one from the Netherlands. 
Uh, we've had a bunch from England in years past, uh, a couple from Brazil. So the number of international competitors was down this season. And, um, you know, because of COVID, some teams did not want to come. We, we not only understand it, we respect the decisions, but there were a lot of people who wanted to compete and, and wanted to do something uh, to provide some entertainment, to provide some entertainment for themselves, to accept the challenge. And uh, I'm not just saying this because, you know, of the show and everything, but this was our most competitive season yet. This, we had our best group of fights that we've had in the five seasons since we, we brought it back to life in 2015. Pretty cool. I think it's cool, too, how, you know, you had to learn how to do this when you didn't really have any mentors because we all can think about a, describing a three-run triple in the gap or a kickoff return for a touchdown. But for you, it's like, oh, that one hit that one, and then that one broke. I mean, you had to figure out a way to call this, didn't you? Well, yeah. I mean, listen, they did do this 20 years ago on Comedy Central, but it was a very different tone back then. I mean, listen, when, when something's on Comedy Central, you're trying to make it, you know, funny. We saw it and brought it back really as a sports competition more than anything. And I think it was a genius genius move by our, our production crew at Whale Rock Entertainment. They said, listen, we're going to make this a competition. It's still going to be entertainment because it's a pair of 250-pound robots that at the end of the day are trying to kill each other. So there's comedy naturally built in when these things are either working great or they're not working at all. So we don't take ourselves so seriously that we're like, hey, this is the Super Bowl. But it's not. But you you treat it with the, the tenor that it deserves. And there are some amazing stories of people. We've got an 11-year-old captain, youngest one in BattleBots history, um, who is uh, being mentored by Ray Billings of Tombstone. Ray is actually dating uh, this, this uh, young man's uh, mom. And so, that, you know, he ended up becoming a mentor, and he said that this, this little kid named Tyler Wynn might be the smartest competitor at the competition. And that's saying something when you're dealing with people who are building robots that our military is using overseas, that uh, some of them are rocket scientists. But this kid has been Mensa since the age of four. You feel like you're talking to somebody in grad school when you're having a discussion <laughs> with him, and he's just a blast. So there's some amazing, amazing stories in 2020. Got more questions for Chris Rose. BattleBots on Discovery debuting a new season Thursday, December third. Uh, as much work and time and sweat and toil that gets put into these, and then of course the competitive juices that flow. What would be maybe the most devastating reaction we've seen? I mean, this isn't like having a, something die at the end of a cockfight, but we've seen these things get destroyed, which is a lot of time and and money, and time is money. So, have you ever seen anyone? So devastated as they, you know, they cry their eyes out. I mean, what 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 is the worst someone has taken defeat? Well, yeah, and we had somebody this year who cried a couple of times, and it was actually one was after a victory because, you know, she finally got to captain her her own team, and um, you know, she for years was told, "Hey, you're just kind of somebody in the background, and you'll just always be a." person that might float from team to team but you couldn't handle captaining your own team and she did and she did pretty darn well and it, she was overcome with emotion 
So uh, there are those emotional battles. Uh, you're right about these people pouring hundreds, if not thousands, of their own hours and dollars into this. So when they see, you know, some, you know going into this that your bot can get destroyed. But knowing it and then seeing it are two different things. And we have had people that have gotten ticked off because they felt like there were some late hits. We've had people get ticked off at the judges because they didn't agree with the decisions. So, it, you know, as much fun and as much laughter as it creates for all of us, there are also those competitive juices that, that kind of get taken into overdrive. And so we run kind of the emotional gamut, which is part of the fun of this show. No doubt about it. And I would I would also think as you watch these through the years that as you know, I think about other sports that and I say this with all seriousness, seriousness about these guys and gals trying to make this an Olympic sport because we've seen it with esports and skateboarding and, and drone racing. Has that ever been brought up? Well, I don't know what the next step is for BattleBots. I mean, I would hope that we do something with a, with a kid's version um, more than trying to, you know, I mean, it is a global competition. Like I mentioned, that we've had, you know, people from Australia and New Zealand and all, all over the, the world. So, I mean, could you turn it into something like that? Absolutely. Uh, would we love to be a part of it? 100%. Um, but when you talk about these bot builders that have competed around the world, there's something different about battle bots. Like they all want to win the giant nut, which is the trophy that you get when you win battle bots because it is the marquee competition. You know, it would be like golfers. They want to win one of the four majors. Maybe the masters is, is the Holy grail for them. So although there are other golf competitions that are held around the world, if you are the winner of the Masters and you slip on the green jacket at the end, then you're looked at a little differently. When you win BattleBots, you're looked at in this community a little bit different than when you win another robot fighting competition around the globe. You know, as we've seen in, in boxing or combat sports, sometimes each other's fighters, their corners into a little bit of a fracas with, you know, racing. We've seen pit crews fight. Have you ever seen, uh, I don't know about fisticuffs, but maybe a little uh, stepping up to each other and some bad blood between the two teams? Oh, yeah. We've had that. We've had that where, where teams have, usually, like I said, it results, it might carry over from something that's happened in a season past where somebody thought there was some dirty play, a late hit, things of that nature, because a late hit in this sport is different than a late hit in boxing. If you do a late hit in boxing, all right, it, it could hurt maybe for a little bit, but I don't know how much it's going to affect you the next round when you come out. In BattleBots, if there's a late hit, once we hit triple zeros on the clock and somebody decides to, with their blade that's running at a tip speed of 250 miles an hour, come over to you and take out another part of your robot, well, that could severely affect you for your next fight. And then you're talking about more manpower and more hours that has to be put back into rebuilding your bot. So, of course, you're going to be pissed off. So we've had that sort of stuff happen. And, of course, our selection committee and our schedule makers make sure that those bots get put together in the next season, if we can, because that always makes it fun. And we have a few of those that pop up this year. 
What would be last question for you, Chris? Because I remember years ago seeing one that was kind of like a frying pan, and it would just get under everything and just flip them up in the uh-huh. air. That was the whole offense and defense of that. What What to you is maybe your your favorite one you've ever seen? Well, one of my favorite fights does involve uh, we call those a flipper bot, and so probably the best one we've seen since the show came back in 2015 is one called Bronco, and it actually has a nose on its robot that rides so low to the ground, it could peel off a strip of tape off of the floor. That's how (laughs) razor sharp their beak is. And so a few years ago, they got under this little fireball of a robot called Stinger, which looked like a bee, and it would have a flamethrower on it. So it's always got flame, and, and maybe it didn't do much, but it looked really cool. And... Bronco got under Stinger and flipped it into the air and launched it out of the arena as a ball of fire. So it's a 250-pound ball of flame that is cascading 15, 20 feet in the air and then out of the box. So if you haven't seen it, go spin it up on YouTube. Uh, It's called Bronco versus Stinger. It might be my favorite fight that we've had since then. So if I were to create a bot, I would probably do a flipper bot. I don't know how many... Uh, fights I would win, but it, I would get in a few good licks. No doubt about it. And a whole season in store, all the new stuff. It's going to start on Thursday, December 3rd at 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific on the Discovery Channel. We've been speaking with the host and play-by-play for BattleBots. Chris, thanks for coming on again. Congratulations on a new season and look forward to having you on again real soon, man. Sounds great. I appreciate the time and happy early Thanksgiving to you and all your listeners. All right, thank you. You too. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. 
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5531 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499, 800-516-2499, 800-516-2499, 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. You know, exactly. over time, you know, the more and more you do something, Practice the better you get at it. Just like, you know, you Anything. didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You Thank know, you. you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Because I'm so good looking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. This is what had happened, y'all. Rick Tittle with you. A couple minutes left. Tonight we have Rams and Bucks. And the Buccaneers, despite being 7-3, and three, have sucked on national television at least at night. They've had three night games. One of them they barely won, and then they lost the other two. And, um... Bruce Arians, when asked why, he said, it's just bad football, bad football, and not being ready to play. I just love the fact that he could give a damn, like, no excuses. Well, you know, we will, and he's just like, we weren't ready. <laughs> you could fire him right now, he'd probably say, ah, you're doing me a favor. Well, Tom Brady has had 25 starts on Monday Night Football. He's 18-7 and seven overall, of course, almost all of that the patsies but rob gronkowski who i don't even think i'd i'd have him be a tight end on my football team i don't know if i let him park my car though he said it's just another football game except it's at night (laughs) he's right that's all it is but tonight will be the first time in nfl history that we will have an all black officiating crew jerome boger will lead it 
with Barry Anderson, Julian Mapp, Carl Johnson, Dale Shaw, Anthony Jeffries, and Greg Steed. And uh, a little shout-out to the first one we ever had, Burl Toller of USF. In fact, Burl Toller's grandson was a wide receiver for Cal back in the day. So that's pretty cool. All right, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back with you manana for another live edition of Titillating Sports. Coming up next, we have Sports Talk. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you tomorrow. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.